Good morning. How are you? Oh, my goodness. I mean, it feels like we were just together. Uh, it's been about a year and a half or so since I've been in this room. But uh, I spent uh, some good time with a batch of you. I recognize a bunch of you. And hello to the new ones. Um, greetings from uh, several places where I am hearing of your lore and your, your fame. You, uh, people like Joaquin and Ahab and Kevin and different ones, they come back and go, have you been to Glasgow? I'm like, I was there before you. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Who's your daddy? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so Bethel and Jesus Culture and all, all my friends say hello, they greet you, they appreciate and value what's happening here, and it's always so exciting to come here, to be in this room together with you guys, to, um, you know, to be in worship. I, I, you know, I get to experience some of the greatest worship in the world, and I was just sitting in this chair this morning thinking, this is some of the greatest worship in the world right here. This is, this is wow. delicioso. <laughs> so good. So good. Well done. Well done. And, and you have worship leaders who can sing. That's not necessary in a lot of places. So I just want to say well done. That was beautiful. You know, I, I, I have a... a a message that I want to share with you. I hesitate a little bit um, just in that I know who you are and I know that, uh, that, that you, have, you, know, you have great, great faith and, and hope. And, but really what's, uh, what's burning in my heart right now is, is to just talk to you about the the power of expectancy in in and how it contrasts with with expectations uh, they're very different they're very different and and as a result we 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 have a a, a power to to carry in our lives through expectancy and, and, and for most of us, you know, there's the, the, the hope of life that comes with expectancy. You know, for, uh, we even call pregnancy expecting. You know, we're expecting. We, there's, a, there's something in there that we're expecting one day to meet and have a relationship with. And who knows what will happen, but we're expecting and that, I think, is, the, uh, it is the, the beauty, it is the power of hope that we carry, is that, that there is an expectancy that, that we have through our, our faith, through our, our, our life with Jesus, that, that expectation would like to rob you of. And I'll explain that in a second, but I, I want you to see how carrying this, 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 this expect, expectancy, carrying this, this, this hope, this, 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 this burning desire to see God happen outside of what I expect. Because my expector is tiny. And his capacity is beyond my wildest imagination. So if I take God and I put him in my expectations, I create a little tiny box. And here's the news. Here's the news flash. When you put God in a box, you're the only one in there. <laughs> he refuses to be boxed. 
So when you think you've got him captured in your little box of expectations, you, you, you've, you've set yourself up. I mean, expectancy is, is this, this beautiful thing that you see. You see Jesus walk into the garden, this scene where he's, he's going to the cross tomorrow. And he stops by the garden like, like a phone booth, you know. Hello, 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 Dad. Hi. Yeah. Tell Holy I said hi. Yeah. Um, I just uh, was checking. You know, we have a big day tomorrow. Big day tomorrow. And I was just checking to see if anything's changed. Did you guys come up with any other way to do this? No? Okay, well, I just thought if anybody could come up with another way to do this besides what we had planned, um, you two could, could change it. But nothing? So we're still on? All right. I just wanted to check. I didn't want to do that for fun tomorrow. Okay. I love you guys. I'll see you in a couple days. See, expectancy is, is absent in that. Or expectancy is, is what's propelling Jesus through any expectations that he might try to set up. Jesus, Jesus doesn't set up any expectations. And you can hear it in the conversation because the, the, the final piece of that conversation is not my will. Not my expectations, but your capacity. Your capacity be done. Not my expectations. Don't you, I won't limit you to what even Jesus could come up with. I won't put you in a box. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my hope in what you come up with. You're so much bigger than me. But classically, you know, the, the, the struggle is, is, is the whole trust thing, isn't it? It really is. Trust is, trust is this requirement in, in hope and in walking with Jesus. There's this, there's this trust factor that you, you, you and I may not realize, you know, how, how our hope is, is so directed by trust, but... The practice on earth of trusting other people, it, it, it inevitably, it, it creates a situation that, mm, that did not work out the way I was thinking. You know, it did not. And close your eyes and just fall down, okay? Okay, then Lauren's going to catch you. Okay, it's called the trust fall. Okay, trust fall. Ready, set, go. We have these great expectations of how this is all going to work. Okay, ready, go. And so when we, when we put expectations in place, it, it is a setup. It's a setup for you and I to be disappointed, for us to be separated from God's capacity. And, and we've done that in so many ways, in so many relationships, so many times. I have created expectations, and then I wait for them to be filled. It's, it's, 
It's not realistic. It is a recipe to be disappointed. It's, it's a recipe for you to set yourself in a spot where you, you, you literally believe that you conduct the way things should happen. You, you, you put yourself in the God spot when you create expectations. Okay, here's how God can work in my situation. Ready? Go. And then, and then it doesn't work like that. But guess what you're focused on through the whole of the situation? You're focused on your list that is not happening. Here's how my finances will go. This is not happening. Here's how my marriage will go. Here's what's not happening. Here's how my children will grow up and happen. Look what's not happening. And so my life becomes focused on what's not happening. Guess how much is happening? I don't know, because all I'm looking at, at what isn't happening. And then I become the judge of God. You, sir, have failed to meet my expectations. If I were God, here's some things that would have been done. cannot tell you how disappointed that I'm not God. <laughs> and what begins to happen in that is I become afraid of God. I, because it's in my expectations and in my judgment of God, I've concluded I would be better at this than he is. I know there's nobody in this room like that, but there's people all over the planet <laughs> struggling with the condition that's left over after you become God's judge. You disconnect from him. You put distance between you and him because you can't trust him. I cannot trust him because I cannot control him. Somehow, he will not come into my box <laughs> because I am Lord of the box. And in the box, my will be done. And he's outside the box going, how's that working out for you? Boy, have I got a world of options out here. But you stay in there as long as you need to. <laughs> Lord of the box. <laughs> you take your time. Because you're the one on a timer, not me. When, I, when I'm disconnected from God, I, I'm literally disconnected from my own destiny. I'm literally disconnected from my own heart. I am disconnected from why I am on this planet. See, I am on this planet to realize the hopes that God has, has put in my life. And when I disconnect from him to protect myself from him, essentially this is what I'm saying. I want no hope. I become afraid to hope. 
I become afraid to be vulnerable. I refuse to trust. And there is a discouragement and an anxiety of fear that settles on my life. And it propels me to want to be in control of things I'll never control. See, it's that trust, it's that vulnerability, it's that hope in God that opens up my life. It opens up the options of how my life can happen so incredibly different than I would do it. It's why he gets the glory. You know, it's why he gets the glory for what's happening. It, it's, it's, it seems a little strange, but it's like I have a, a dragster. You know what a dragster is? A, a race car that goes really fast. It's like I've decided to get into a dragster that doesn't have a steering wheel. That's called life in Christ. No steering wheel and no parachute. Sure you want to do this? Creating that box of expectations loads us up with fear. Loads us up with a desire to control things. But, but putting this, this place of expectancy in my heart, putting this, this what's going to happen next? How, how amazing can you be? What is going to happen next? And, and, and living in that place of hope, living in that place of, of, of wonder. I'm literally wondering, what, what are you going to come up with next? Because expectancy says, yeah, I got this figured out. I know it's going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. I know how, how it's going to happen. I don't even know why I got up today. I'm so incredibly bored out of my skull. Because I already know what's going to happen. I've watched this movie 20 times. Actually, I watched this movie to go to sleep. That's life in the box. That's life having it all figured out. That's, that's life having a relationship with, with a vending machine, not the Lord. There you go. There you go. I know it's going to happen. Praise the Lord. No, we don't have a relationship with a vending machine. As a matter of fact... He, he is so much more than any vending machine.
Where will the king of glory strike next? Where will the kingdom happen next? And we shift away from this little box that we're in charge of. This little box of how things can work out so I can be happy. If this happens, then I will be happy. If it doesn't happen that way, there's no way I'm going to be happy. <laughs> stepping away from that, stepping into a place of, Father, your will be done. Your will be done. You're the Lord. You're the Lord of my expectations. You're the Lord of expectancy in my life. You can happen beyond my wildest imagination. And it's proved in how I respond to situations. How I, how I respond to situations. Now, I know that we are a powerful people. And we are here to subdue this planet. And I know that we've been filled with the Holy Spirit. And I know that demons flee in our presence. And I know that cancer must bow. And I know all this stuff, okay? I know it. Okay, I'm not, I'm not questioning any of that. But even with that confidence, and even with that power at work through our lives, we are not God. And he keeps reminding us, doesn't he? <laughs> he keeps bringing it up. <laughs> and so we must come to the garden. Say, all right. How's this going to work? I'm not in control of what's going to happen. I'm working on being in control of what I'm going to do. Which I'm not entirely sure of what that looks like. I have a few pointers that I'll keep coming back to, but I don't know exactly what I'll be doing when this thing happens, because it always kind of surprises me. I like to think I know what I'm going to do, but I, I, keep, I keep manifesting that I don't know what I'm going to do. But something that I am going to do is I'm going to believe that you are who you say you are, that you can do what you say you can do, that you are where you say you are, That my life is, 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 is in a flow. It's in a flow of, 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 of hope. That, that I'm, I'm standing on an eternal line that goes back from before mankind and it goes on beyond mankind. And that you are faithful. You are filled with promises. And you've made a covenant way back here, and I'm standing in that covenant, and you are watching over your word to perform it. And I'm standing in that flow. So much so, there's not one thing in my life that has not worked out. There's not one thing in my life that has not worked out. There's a bunch of stuff that didn't go according to my plan. <laughs> but there is not one thing that hasn't worked out. There's some stuff that's working out still. But this is my hope. It's working out. Why? Because of all the stuff that has worked out that will work out that I'm going to knock something over. No, it's me. It's me. It's me. Jan, sit down. It's me. It's me. I move around too much. I need freedom. That's it. 
Nothing hasn't worked out yet. Not one thing. If I stay in the flow of eternity, if I stay in this flow of eternity, nothing is, won't work out. I can step out of this flow and build my box. And a whole bunch of that has not worked out. My will be done has not worked out. Surprisingly often. But if I step back into this flow and I, and I stay yielded to his promise, nothing hasn't worked out and nothing's not going to work out. That's kind of a double negative, but just hang with me. How do I know I'm in the flow? How do I know I'm in this spot? Because there's a fruit on my lips. There's a fruit of praise that keeps reminding me of who is in charge of this flow. I can tell you when I stepped out of the flow... Because his praise and my thanksgiving is not on my lips. Actually, the focus of what's not happening is on my lips. You didn't do that, and you didn't do that, and you didn't do that, and you didn't do that. And this hasn't happened, and that didn't work out the way I thought it should. Oh no, look where you're standing. You're in that box. It's not that big of a problem, really. It's just a big problem if you don't know it. Because you waste a bunch of time. But simple as... There we go. As simple as repentance. It's simple as... I'm not the Lord, you are. And great is your name, and greatly to be praised. And I thank you that this is happening, and I thank you that this is happening, and I thank you that this is happening, and I thank you that that happened. And I thank you for this, and I thank you for that, and I thank you for this, and I thank you for that. There was a witness of rain from heaven. Or whatever that is. <laughs> Not my will be done, but your will be done, Father. Not my will be done, but your will be done. I'm not, I'm not stepping away from declarations. I'm not stepping away from shifting atmospheres. I'm not stepping away from walking in the miraculous. I'm not stepping away from the prophetic. In all of that... Your will be done. I will align myself with heaven. I will align myself with the Holy Spirit. I will align myself with my identity in Christ. And not my will be done. You are the God that I serve. And I will stand in your flow. And I will know that I'm in your flow by the way I respond to what's What's happened? I will know if I'm in the flow or I'm in the box by how I respond to what has happened. Years ago, um, I was a young pastor in the mountain community in Weaverville, California. And Bill Johnson was uh, the previous pastor of this church he asked Sherry and I to come be his associate pastor. We said, yes, we would. We got there, and then he, aban- he, he, left. <laughs> he left to go to Bethel. And we were trying to figure some stuff out. We, we were really trying hard to figure some stuff out. And a few years into that, we, we met some friends uh, in, in Nashville, Tennessee. We, we went back there with them, 
uh, to do a conference. And they introduced us to these, this wonderful couple, just wonderful people that uh, we, just, you know, we just immediately had a connection with them in one night, in one night. You know, we, we met them. They had children similar age to ours. And we're like thinking, wow, we're going we're gonna to come back and, and be friends with these people for a long time. And the next day, the wife was in a, a, a tragic accident and got a brainstem injury. The next day. Th- this, this night, we are making lifelong friends. The next day, her life is in total jeopardy. We're all at the hospital. You know, the, it's, 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 the, the, the hospital's report was that they've never had this many people in their lobby before for this long. But for four days and four nights, we were there. This was the end of our trip. We were there 20 hours a day. We were at this hospital. We were praying and prophesying. We're doing, we're doing everything we know to do. And, pe- and these people, they, they know, you know, world, world leaders in Christendom. You know, they're just, they, I don't know if you know who Michael W. Smith is, but he brought his keyboard into her room and just prayed, played and worshipped over her throughout one of the nights. He was, in, he was back in town. These, these are the people that these people knew. You know, Amy Grant was a friend of them. and It was, it was just like, wow, what, what's going on? And prophetic words are coming in. And me and this pastor who is, who is you know, he's, he's leading his people in the kingdom. And we're, we're you know, we're going to see and I'm just thinking, any second, she is going to sit up and say, I'm hungry. Yeah. Yeah. I just know it. I mean, we're just, just, it just feels like, oh, it's about to happen any second. And the fifth day came, and we had to get on a plane and fly back home. And at the airport, we get a text that she's passed away. No way. No way. And so at the funeral, they have people who are, who are have their hand on the, the casket. Once they've closed the casket, they have their hand on the casket waiting for a thump. Yeah. Waiting for her to rise up. This, this is the faith that we're standing in. And there's 3,000 people at her, her funeral. It's just, a, just a, an, amazing, an amazing thing that has happened in I get back home, and I'm so angry. First, I was just stunned, and then I was just kind of confused with what just happened, and then, and then I was angry. I didn't realize it, but I'm standing in my box. I'm standing in a box, and here are the things that can happen right, and they're not happening didn't happen. And so my whole world is, is destabilized because I'm in a box and he's not there. He's not there and I know it. I know he's not in the box with me. I don't know I'm in the box. And so I start to get discouraged. And then I, I start to get depressed. And I'm the pastor. So I'm sure that my messages were getting depressed. And I start to separate myself from the message of power and the supernatural. I start to, make, I start to put distance between me and all that stuff I don't control. And I start talking about, you know, love. I do love. You know, I'm pretty good at teaching about love. Let's talk about love. Let's talk about getting together, you know. And the rest of the time, I'm just kind of moping around. My wife comes in, and she says, she's, at the time, my wife is my assistant. She's my secretary. She sits outside my door in my office. <laughs> it's true. And she comes in and she shuts my door. She looks at me and she says, um, 
I don't know if you realize it or not, but you are no fun to be with. <laughs> I said, yeah. It's just really no fun being in here either. <laughs> she said, yeah. I, you know, and I really don't know what you're going to do about that. But you, you like to go to the mountains and, you know, that's where I think you should go. I think you should go into the mountains and take all this with you and find a lake to put it in and then come back. I said, yeah, that's a good idea. So I went hiking. And I took that stuff with me and I got up. I went hiking, I get about, uh, it's about, Seven miles, I'm not sure kilometers wise how that far that is, but you know, I'm about seven miles into this lake. Get to the lake, Sugar Pine Lake. I'm there and I'm I'm still depressed. And I'm frustrated. But I'm too tired to walk back to the car. <laughs> so I just unpack my stuff and I got my dog with me, me and my dog. And we are we're crying. <laughs> We're having our time. We're just having our time. And it's totally how I sounded. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm so discouraged. I'm, I, I'm so frustrated. I feel so exhausted. I feel absolutely exhausted. And so I just, you know, I'm just walking around the fishing pole. And I'm not going to catch any fish, you know. It's just, I don't even know what I'm doing up here. I'm like, so I, you know, I, I went to sleep. I just went to sleep because that was easy to do. I wake up the next morning. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still here, and I still have this stuff, and I don't know what to do. And so I'm just like, Lord, okay, I'm here. I'm here. And he says to me, he says, Ezekiel. And I said, no, 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 I don't want to read Ezekiel. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't understand Ezekiel after a prophetic conference, you know. <laughs> I, I don't even want to touch Ezekiel. But all I hear is Ezekiel. I'm like, oh, gosh, Ezekiel, Faces and heads and the man and the, the, the lion and the ox and the eagle and the wheel and the wheel. I don't want to. What are you saying? I need some help here. That's not helping me. Ezekiel. I'm exhausted. I am so down. I am so desperate. I need some help. Ezekiel. So I'm reading Ezekiel. And, you know, I thought all that stuff was further in. No, first chapter. It's all right there in the first chapter. First chapter. Like, oh my gosh, you know. I'm and I get to the bottom of the second page, and the footnotes on my Bible on the second page, it, it says, Ezekiel means. God will strengthen. And I burst into tears like, oh, you, you're trying to talk to me. I'm still trying to fight you. I'm still trying to fight you, and you're trying to talk to me. I had to get to the footnotes to find it. <laughs> but I heard you finally. You will strengthen me. That's what I need. That's what I needed to hear. And right away, you could just feel this inrushing of the spirit. Like, like I got out of the box. I, I just took a step backwards. I didn't even turn around. And the flow of that river hit me. And I'm now back in. You're the Lord. You're in charge of this whole thing. You are big enough to handle all of what is happening. I just have to stand in this flow of eternity. That's my job. 
you're God, I'm not. And, and it, it literally feels like I am sinking in, under the water. And I can see him just reaching out his hand. Come here, Danny. I got this. I just need you to reach up. Quit trying to figure it all out. Quit trying to explain it to everybody. Quit trying to make sense out of it. It's not your job. You're not the Lord. You're not the Lord. You're just the pastor. Easy to confuse. It's not as hard as we make it, but we make it pretty difficult. We make it pretty challenging. We take our eyes off of the hope, and when we try to control things, we try to be God by judging him. And, and, and we separate ourselves from hope. And, and we know that we've separated ourselves from hope because we don't want to try anymore. I just don't want to try anymore. I just don't want to try anymore. And so my heart separated from God says, give up. Just stop. But I know I'm standing in hope because hope says, let's try this one more time. Let's try this one more time. Yeah, but I, I've already tried it 80 times. Hope says, let's try this one more time. I step back into the flow that he is the Lord. And when he is the Lord, anything can happen. Anything can happen. You don't even, you don't even know where it's coming from. Whether it's financial or it's marital or it's related to your children or your friends or some breakthrough that you got to have all you got to do is get out of your box just take a step backwards you are the lord greatly to be praised and i thank you for all the things that are happening and all of a sudden you have an expectancy again anything can happen you're like that little kid at christmas that little kid at christmas it's like oh my gosh What's going to happen? What's, I, can't, I can't wait to wake up. You're already awake. <laughs> I know. I can't wait to get out of my room. <laughs> Literally. We are called to live as these little expectant children who are just fascinated by what our daddy can do today. What is it that you could do? What is it that you could do in this situation? I don't know. I don't know. But when you are the Lord, when you are in charge, and not me, anything could happen. See, this is the hope that we bring to the world. This, this is, see, the, the world is on its own. You're going to figure this out, you orphan child. That cannot be us. We have a daddy who can do anything. We have a daddy who can do anything. And he does a lot of stuff because it's our idea. He does a lot of stuff because we want to do it. And he is the Lord. And so when we hit the end of that chain, like, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought I was running this. So many things were happening that I thought was a good idea. <laughs> that somehow I thought I was in charge of this. And he says, I was noticing that. I, I was noticing that you thought that, that you were 
in charge of all this. Let me show you something over here. But it's going to require that you come with me. This, this is how we know who, who's leading this thing. Is that he changed the course and we went with him. Or he changed the course to see how long it would take us to come with him. But we have that option. We have that option. We are literally the hope to, to the world that our daddy loves us so much. All we have to do is live a life in the flow. Live a life in the, in the place where you are the Lord. You are the Lord. I don't know what's happening right now. This did not work out the way I thought it was going to work out. My dear friends, um, Chris and Alyssa Kilala just lost their, their baby. They had a miscarriage just a couple days ago. And It's one of the greatest tragedies that you'll ever face in your life is to lose a child. I've not, I've not faced that. I know many people who've lived through that. I hope to never experience that. They're young. They're late 20s. Lots and lots and lots and lots of responses are available to them. And they stand holding their child. Jethro. They're renaming Jethro. Call him Jet. They have great expectations. Great expectations for the life of their child. have two choices box flow so proud of them so thankful that they are standing in the flow they say we Stand here holding our child. But before we grieve, we will praise the Lord for who he is. And we will thank him for all he has done and all he is going to do. While they're holding. Their expectation. I learned a precious lesson watching my friend, my young friends handle their, their situation. I've watched many of my friends handle it really well, which has set me up to choose the flow. I've been in the box. It's highly overrated. <laughs> I choose the flow. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's all stand together. Just put your hand on your heart. I just know the Lord is speaking to everybody in this room. If he's not speaking to you, um, you might check your ears. Lord, you are, you are the Lord, and you are, you are 
high and lifted up. You are mighty. You are powerful. And you are in our lives. You are in our you are in our hearts. You are in our hopes. You are, you are our hope. And now, Lord, I pray that you, you forgive us that at any point we have become your judge and we have held you accountable to us. And we release you from those expectations and we call you Lord, the Almighty God. You are the master of our lives and our hopes. And we now command our hearts to align with your will. And we ask you to wash over us and to cleanse us of all doubt, all separation. Well, we pray that you breathe into our lives, breathe into our situations, life and hope, whether it is a frustrating marriage situation, a frustrating financial situation, a, fin a, a frustrating health situation, whatever it is. Lord, we pray that you breathe life and hope into each one of us. And we thank you for what you are doing. We thank you for what you've done. We, we pray, Lord, that our hearts would be reconnected deeply to the destiny you created us to live. And from that place of strength and hope and life, we declare breakthrough. We declare victory. And we give you thanks, Lord. We give you thanks. That there are so many ways that you will intervene and show yourself faithful. We thank you for the hope. We thank you that there isn't anything that hasn't worked out yet. And we bless you for that. We bless you for that. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord.